I'm Sarah Gonzalez. Welcome to the news and why it matters. Glenn, what was the top story for you? Uh, for me today uh, has to be a look into the future for our children today show. All right, Stu. You're assuming children have future. In New York, many of them will not, and we'll go over that bill. Oh, mm. That should have been my top story. Mm. Well, there's a lot, there's a lot yeah, going on today. It's, it's hard to pick. Jason. And something that does not exist anymore is a verified Twitter account for President Maduro of Venezuela, which is, unpre- well, that's not the unprecedented thing going on in Venezuela. There are some unprecedented things going on right now, and we'll go through all those. That should have been my top story. Are <laughs> <laughs> you story right. envy? It is. No, it's just, story envy. It, this is one of those days where you know it's Sophie's choice on who who whose story is reported there's not enough time each of these stories is so game-changing yeah, yeah. Uh, before we get into all of that I want to thank our sponsor American financing Stu you went to American financing I did yes uh, when I had to buy my uh, house and uh, I I wanted to get I wanted to get, let's see, I liked, a lot of people bash, you know, 2007, 2008 when it comes to home buying. I loved buying in that era because you put, like, no money down, and then you didn't have to have interest for, like, 20 years. It was fantastic. And that was the last time I bought a house, which was 2006 or seven. So I wanted to kind of do it that way again, and they, they basically told me no. Uh, that wasn't really something that happened, although I shopped around to a bunch of places uh, and eventually found someone who came fairly close to my shady goals. I mean, it really, um, it, I mean... <laughs> Seriously, he has very different ideas on, uh, you know, wise ways to buy homes. And mm-hmm. Merrick Finance, was like, you're serious? He's yeah. like, yeah, that's what I want. Like, uh, okay, we'll look. Yeah, and so they found actually found me multiple really good deals, but only one company went a little bit further on some of these things. And I actually went back to American Financing because I trust them. I know Glenn's dealt with them for a while. So many of our listeners have. And I said, look, I don't know. This doesn't look, you know, I don't know. You have a great deal, but this one, what do you think? And they're like, honestly, if you can get that deal, you should take it. I mean, these are people who are not driven by trying to make money off of you. They're driven by making sure your experience is good. And, I mean, it, it wound up working out really well for right. me. They were fantastic. If the taxpayers have to bail his home out. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so I'll come to you first for the yeah, thank you. Uh, you can go to AmericanFinancing.net or you can call 800-906-2440. All right, I know it was hard to pick, but up first, uh, the... I think we have to, I mean, we have, we have our children, the three stories tonight, our children, our soul, uh, and our security. So let's start with our children. I saw uh, the Today Show, and I saw this poor kid from Covington High School who has been uh, just destroyed. That kid's not going to college, at least a college that he wants to go if he wants to go to an Ivy League school. They're not going to let him in. His, his, his uh, life is over for at least a little while. Um, I want to play this, this clip here from uh, Guthrie in the Today Show. I want you to watch how she handles this. Look at him and listen to her. Do you feel from this experience that you owe anybody an apology? Do you see your own fault in any way? As far as standing there, I had every right to do so. I don't, I, my position is that I was not disrespectful to Mr. Phillips. I respect him. I'd like to talk to him. I mean, I, in hindsight, I wish we could have walked away and avoided the whole thing. 
Now, look, look, look at that. I see my 13-year-old son. I see a kid who is not prepared to be grilled on national television by somebody who is, that, what kind of question is that? You're, you, you say you've done nothing wrong, okay? She says, uh, did anybody at the end? Do you know, did anybody, you know, chant bad things? And he said, well, not, not that I know of, no, okay? What is that usually followed with from a journalist? But here's the evidence of you doing yes. it. Exactly right. Yes. right. They have no evidence because it didn't happen. And so she asked that question just to put a little bit of doubt in the viewer's mind who hasn't gone through all the video that we have and that they had. If they had it, she would have said, you know, you said that your, your group didn't do anything, but watch this video. That's what she should have, would have done. She didn't have anything. They are still taking these kids apart. And I would just like to emphasize kids. You remember when we were talking about the Kavanaugh hearings and we said, what is it going to be like for our boys? Yeah. Well, it's here. I mean, I expected it maybe in five years. Here it is. What, two months later? That's it. Yeah, David French had a good observation that the Kavanaugh thing said to uh, many women in America, gosh, that could be my husband. And this is saying, gosh, that could be my wife or my son. I mean, that is like, you know, it really is bringing it home. And I don't, this, the, the, these moves by the left and this, these radical shifts in the way that they're not even attempting to come close to searching for the truth anymore. I do think there is a certain percentage of the population that is engaged enough to see that for what it is and can really get disgusted by it. I think it happened in the Kavanaugh thing. I think it's happening here. People are looking at this and saying, this is not the way I want to live. This is not the country I, I want to uh, be a part of. But, I mean, we can't depend on the American people to be able to sit back and watch two hours of video from seven different views. I mean, it's their whole life to get to the bottom of one story. And I, I feel like we're at that point that eventually these stories are going to, there's going to be so many of them. Um, that there's not going to be a chance for people to get their justice. It's pretty amazing that you would expect the, a media organization to go through over two hours of video. Uh, yeah. And it completely baffles me that I think the only organization that did was <laughs> the Blaze TV. I, <laughs> I mean, I really, I, and it's, it's amazing that this, this should have been what everybody was doing right now. There's a lot of things that I don't think the media has even attempted to do, but which we have actually started because we, we kind of feel like, if no one's going to take up this mantle, then who is? We, uh, we've actually filed a Freedom of, Freedom of Information Act request to find out the status of Nathan Phillips' military record. Because I have seen a lot of people debating about it, but I've seen no one actually talk about it. So we have actually done that to actually find the facts. I'm not going to speculate about it. We've actually put it in to actually find out. But no one else will do this. And what's amazing to me is that they actually trusted. I don't know who told them to go on uh, this show. But yeah. if I'm their parent, I'm like, don't go anywhere near that. Yeah. At least, like, don't, the media already screwed you royally. So why would you throw them back in the lion's den and let them do that again? This question was designed for that, really. Because if they say, do you feel, uh, do you feel like you owe anybody an apology? If he says yes, then instantly the, the headlines blast all over the place. Oh, he admits guilt. If he says no, instantly the headline is he doesn't express any kind of sympathy whatsoever. Uh, you know, well, either way, he is at fault. Yeah, and they already kind of did that. I did see uh, NBC News when they tweeted out a video um, of that entire interview. They used uh, the quote from him, "I wish we would have walked away." Now, three other times he said, 
I wish we could have walked away. Yes, I wish we could have walked away. She kept repeating the same question that he had to give her the same answer. But overall, his point was, I don't really feel like I did anything wrong here. And they took the one time that they kept pressing him that he happened to say, I wish we would have walked away. And that was their headline. There is nobody more dishonest than uh, I, I believe than the people at NBC News. Uh, I mean, I've I've dealt with them and had some really bad experiences. They don't care. And unless you know what you're doing, that is not a place for a 15 or 16 or 17-year-old kid. It's no place for a kid. Yeah. Um, because unless they are friendly, that's what they do. They keep asking you the same question. And if you don't know, if you haven't been trained, even when you're trained, it's hard you give exactly the same answer because when they ask it a second time, they're looking for slightly different wording, which gives them an opening. That's what they did. Yeah. And he wouldn't know that. Yeah. And I do, I do want to be careful though, Jason. I know you said, you know, if you were his parent, you would not let him do that. I feel the same way as you. However, the instinct I would feel to want to defend my son's reputation, his character, that would be a very strong instinct for me that I would I want him. I would want to show the world this no. is not who you're saying he is. This is a good kid. I understand the instinct. I still wouldn't do no. it. No. Here's what you do. You change the, the dynamics like Kavanaugh did and uh, like uh, Lindsey Graham did. Yeah. You're going to do an interview with my son? Good. I'm his dad. I'm going to be there. Yeah. And, you know, did you do anything wrong? No. I, I, we think we had the right. Well, you don't think there's anything to apologize? Excuse me. <laughs> I am sick and tired of you. Look at him. He's a young kid. That's how that has to be handled. No, you cannot put these. I don't feel comfortable putting regular people in front of anyone in the news media. They are vicious bloodsuckers when they choose to be. Yeah. They are vicious. And you know, we as a society, just because we see cameras put on people all the time and we see people on social media answering and going through the deepest details of their lives, need to remember, and I, I think you're right, Sarah, like that. I think a, a par- as a parent, you'd feel that. You'd feel the need to defend and you'd feel the need to want to get on camera and be like, you know what, no. The right answer is just, just ignore them. You have nothing to answer for here. There's nothing to answer for. Today. Their, their written statement was excellent. Yeah. They laid it out perfectly, and then you stay away and get away from those cameras. I understand the parent. I'm not criticizing them. If yeah. you, and you're in that spot, you got to make your own decision. But I would never let my kid anywhere near. Maybe as a parent, would I, I would consider myself maybe going there if I felt like I needed to. But you know what? They have nothing to answer for here. We act as if they have some responsibility to come tell us their side of the story. They don't. They don't even have to come out. I mean, have, you know, we would take them, and, and we're a very friendly show on this issue. We've watched the tape. We know they're innocent. But beyond, I don't even think I would do that with my son. I don't want them yeah. anywhere I, near I don't, cameras. You know, we've, because we've offered to, um, to give them a friendly space. Uh, and I, I don't want that. I don't want that. I'd take the parents. Because I think moms will be very, very effective talking about their sons. Here's my son who struggles, who just like your son, just like your daughter, is struggling with all the teenage stuff. And are they great all the time? No. Are they bad all the time? No. And this, I was proud of my kids. They stood up and they did X, Y, and Z. And under this 
when adults were acting like this, they didn't respond. I think that's exemplary. Yeah, um, and I will say too, um, the the gall of NBC to interview him and become very, you know, I mean, that was pretty intense questioning. And then say, we're joined by Nathan Phillips tomorrow. We'll get his side of the story. I mean, yeah, this guy, yeah, this guy, very clearly, there's video evidence showing that he is a liar. And the well, fact that they, they would give it. him a platform, I, I would be very that's interested what's so, to see because I don't think they will. That's what's so amazing about this. I don't think there's ever been another scandal that is so documented yeah. in the opposite direction that proves everything wrong of what happened. The, the, the narrative that they said, there's so much video that says, no, this is false. Now, imagine, now imagine going forward. You know, like now it doesn't matter what you what you like. David Brock, people like media matters. They would take like words out of context. I'm on radio or whatever. They take that out of context, make it sound really bad. Now we've got video. It doesn't matter what you saw. They still spun it in their direction. Now wait till they can doctor that video, oh, yeah. make it look something else. Now, now imagine how this is like kind of like a proving ground for how bad it's going to get in the future. Just, I mean, if you look at this. And you just try to, and I hate this argument because we know we're never going to get consistency. But how many times has somebody like me or Mark Levin or Eric Bowling or anybody else, anyone, been in the national media and wanting to make a point, and they always say, don't give those people a platform. Yeah. How dare you give those people a platform? And Nathan Phillips gets a platform? Really? Hope they had questioned him tough. I'd love to see it. I don't it. think they will because they, they will I mean, either. the, the questioning that, that she gave to the boy made it very clear that she thought that he was in the wrong. Yep. So there's, I mean, there's no give there. Nope. You can't then go back the next day and say, well, you were in the wrong. She's already, she's already nailed him as the, as the aggressor. So anyway, we've got much more to come, but uh, we're going to take a quick break. Stay with us. Before we get into uh, what is going on in crazy New York, I want to thank our sponsor, iTarget Pro. Um, so, are you, you're not really a gun person, Stu, are you? Uh, you know, have you uh, played with iTarget? Uh, I have not played with iTarget, although okay. I, was, I was thinking recently I wanted to because I, to. I need to get to the range more. Um, I do have guns, and I would like to get to the range more, but it's really more for me, like, the laziness and, like, making sure I can get there. Like, I, I can never schedule it, and then I forget about it, and it's like, I need to be able to do that more because I'm not, I'm not a gun guy, the, okay, so, so I need to be, get better at you know, iTarget is great for lazy people like you. Thank you. It's great. You <laughs> yes. don't have to leave your home. You don't have to spend money on ammunition or on range fees. Mm -hmm. You just, you can be like sitting in your underwear eating chips. I don't know what you do at home. Pretty much that. <laughs> and you sit on your couch and you get your little uh, iTarget out. You get your phone, set it there so that it can track it. And you're shooting, as you can see on this video that we're playing. There's Glenn. But it's, I call it a laser bullet, Glenn. I, know. <laughs> I don't know what it is, but it's great. It's the best name that I can find for it. Yeah. So you put the bullet in your chamber and you can just keep firing it. It's keeping track of where you're shooting so that you see your progress and your dry firing, which is really important. Um, can, can I just say, if you're worried about, if you're not a gun guy, like Stu, but you do have guns and you want to get better. And you don't want to just show up to the range and, you know. It's intimidating. It's a little intimidating, it's yeah. Intimidating. You don't want to be the guy that's missing the target. Yeah. You know what I mean? You're like, what the heck? Now, you literally can't sit in your underwear eating the chips. And let me tell you something. I learned from the best people in the business, the United States Marine Corps. 
The first thing you do, you do a solid week of just dry firing because it's the foundation. So you could use iTarget Pro because it basically lets you dry fire just like how I learned. And you'll get so perfect with your trigger pull, your squeeze, and everything. Sitting in your underwear with your chips watching TV, when you show up, you will shoot probably better than all most people that are out there. It's mm. amazing. I had a, I, I want it for a Lapua. Oh, man. Because <laughs> I, I spent, because it, our ammunition is so expensive. Yeah. And uh, for any gun, but I, fought, I, I was trying to hit a target a thousand meters and just, I think I spent $200 in ammunition just, just shooting you know, for an afternoon. It's like yeah. crazy how expensive it is. And that's the thing, it, I target, it pays itself off in yeah. like a very, very short amount of time. Yeah, it does. Uh, so you can in go one to- one range visit, probably. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, probably does. Go to itargetpro.com, get 10% off now with free shipping if you use promo code NEWS, that is itargetpro.com. Stu. Uh, Andrew Cuomo, uh, in a move that to me signals he's at least seriously considering running for president. Oh, yeah. Um, it is trying to appeal to the far, 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 far left. Off the deep end. Uh, by um, uh, going after a, uh, a, th a late-term abortion um, approval in, in uh, New York. Here is his uh, kind of quote about this. And he, he said he would not sign another budget unless... Uh, unless he got this. And he, he got that he, done. He did get it. Reproductive Health Act. I mean, we can't get a border wall funding, but of course he got this done. Re Reproductive Health Act is a historic victory for New Yorkers and for our progressive values. I am directing that New York's landmarks be lit in pink to celebrate this achievement and shine a bright light forward to the, for the rest of the nation to follow. By the way, that was, uh, I know you had said Empire State Building, I think at one point this morning. I know World, One World Trade Center was lit up. There's there's a picture of it. Um, it's it's revolting. I mean, it, like the this idea is not that about would... women's reproductive health. No, this it's is not. about the murder of children in the birth canal because the minutes idea... before delivery. Yes, they can do this. Yeah, in fact, let me give you, but not in every case. It. They can guys, do it as long as the head is still in the canal. Guys, not in every case though. There are some exceptions to that. It has to be the health of the mother. And here's the here's what the health of the mother mother means in this bill. Legislation prov provides a further exception to permit abortion at any point during pregnancy if a healthcare practitioner deems it necessary for the mother's life or health. Here's the important part: the exception that was defined in Roe, companion case Doe versus Bolton, as quote. All factors, physical, emotional, psychological, familial, and the woman's age relevant to the well-being of the patient. Oh, my gosh. So, like, if, if they have, like, a really bad brother, they, they can abort. It, I mean, literally, in there is all factors. Familial. any reason. Familial could be inconvenience. Yes, it could yes. be. You easily yes. could argue yes. that. Yes. Easily. It's, so and, could emotional. And, and do you even need to argue yeah. it when the first words are all factors? It's literally everything. So, I mean, it is absolutely up to the last second, um, a, a partial birth, basically abortion um, uh, approval. Um, you, I don't know how you how justify you, that. How do you not see us do? We've kind of danced around this for the last week. Um, how do you not see us splitting so far apart that we just don't even understand each other anymore? I mean, look at, look at the thing with with the Covington Christian School or Catholic School. Look at this. How can you say that you're celebrating the fact that a baby can be born up from the feet to the shoulders and be killed? Poisoned well, as, as they're being born. As they're being born. It's, it's a, that's what's cr even more crazy. It's a lethal injection. That's how these things uh, work. It's a lethal injection. They give the baby a lethal injection, let's say two days before birth. 
Then the woman goes off, and then she delivers the baby but that is now dead. If it's she not wa- dead, which happens sometimes, then it gets another dose of lethal injection. Now, in the state of New York, it's illegal to give a lethal injection to a murderer. So now you can give that same thing to a baby that's just about to be born. How does that rationalize? It's incomprehensible. And that the, makes no sense. Uh, and again, the polling on this is terrible nationwide. Gosh. 80 to 14 against third-term abortions. It's not a close call. Um, in fact, even the second term is not a close call. I think it's 37-point split there. Um, but the, the issue here always comes back to choice. And if you want to come up with a non-just, you know, dumb political Facebook type of argument, people will say, like, I, even if I disagree... Even if I disagree, it's up to them to make the choice. And, like, that is just not a, it's not a legitimate argument. Why do we stop, why, for example, do we say you can't abort a a baby after birth? A a week after, let's say. It seems like it's really annoying crying all the time. Why can't you abort it then? And you say, well, because it's alive. Well, why is, that's your judgment. Can't can't survive on its own. Right, it can't survive on its own. You're still taking care of it. And uh, the bottom line is, even if you do believe that, and even if you do believe they're alive, why isn't the woman allowed to make a choice of whether she believes it's alive or not? Why not? It has nothing to do with choice. It has to do with whether this is a living thing or not. And we all really in our brains know that it is. We can fake it because we want to, we don't want to have uncomfortable conversations. We can fake it because we don't want to keep we want to keep our options open in case we screw something up. But the bottom line is we all know what this is. We all know what's going on here. And the fact that we continue to deny it does not get us any clearance from uh, the the results of our decisions. I have to tell you, there's um, a story that we're going to try to squeeze in on radio tomorrow about the effects of um, euthanasia. The the numbers are staggering. What's happening? I think it's is it thirty six percent? Do you remember? Did you read this? Yeah, it was uh, was it N- Norway or, or Denmark? Yeah, one country Denmark, has Denmark. it. It's like thirty percent of all deaths in all the country deaths. now are are euthanasia. Okay, all deaths. And here's what's happening. People will say they'll say, you know, I want to make sure that when I, you know, when I start to slip, uh, and I'm really gone, uh, I, I just want you to just put an end to me. Well, so the doctors will, and what's happening is the patients are going, wait, no, huh, no, 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 but you're too far gone now. No, no, but I don't want that. Well, but you told us to do that, so they're killing people who literally are having to be restrained because they said in their order, when I get to this point, but once they get to that point, they're saying, I, I, you know what, I'm okay. Yeah. It's not what I thought it was. I'm okay. No, no, don't kill me. That's what's happening. 30%. Once you start opening the door, life means nothing. 30% of all deaths. That's incredible. Um, and then one quick note before we go. I found it actually um, offensive that that everything was lit up pink. Oh, God. Absolutely offensive. Mm-hmm. I mean, and, uh, as a woman, but I'm like, how about we light it up pink in honor of all of the female babies that will never be born yeah. because you're killing them? Can I give you one thing about pink? Sure, it's actually real quick. the male color. Oh. It's the male right. color. <laughs> it's it's the that. Windsors that actually changed that. It is, I believe it is, I believe it is Elizabeth's father who changed it. It used to be blue was the color for girls. It was soft and gentle. And pink was daring. So the baby boy was pink. Baby girl was blue. But the Windsors decided, no, 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 we're going to change that. And so when they started having boys, they gave them blue and girls to pink. That's the only, it was a fashion thing. It's the only reason why it's pink and blue. 
funny. Kind of agree things, with that, the though. The things you'll learn here at <laughs> Blaze TV when you watch. Back in a minute. I do, too. Incredible amount. Thank God for the But it's fascinating. The latest on uh, the State of the Union. It's supposed to happen Tuesday. Trump and Pelosi are battling back and forth as to whether or not it's going to take place. And if so, where Trump has said he is going to give it. We're just not sure where yet. But we are going to have State of the Union coverage as long as it's going on. We're going to have it on Blaze TV. Uh, It's going to be a lot of fun. We're going to have a pre-show. There may or may not be happy hour drinks. I don't know for sure. I'm Maybe just boxing, sword fighting. You never know what to from expect. from the chandelier, it's good. <laughs> it's going to be a lot of fun. So uh, you can go to blazetv.com right now. Get $10 off of your annual subscription by using promo code NEWS if you have not done so already. And we are heading into overtime. Join us. Up next, enjoy bonus overtime content from the news and why it matters. Available exclusively for podcast listeners and Blaze TV subscribers. Not a subscriber? Start your free trial at blazetv.com. All right, before we get into uh, what's going on in Venezuela, big things happening there. I want to thank our sponsor, Brick House. So if you are, maybe you don't prefer to eat salads, mm. green vegetables. Or maybe you don't even any have, names. you don't, might not even have access to them in a place like Venezuela. That's um, true. You know. That's a true. A spoonful you of beans <laughs> makes the salad go down. No, the salad, salad just go out. Go, down. <laughs> go to the trash. Well, no, it's actually, you know, I'm still eating salad. Are you? Still, no, not the way you eat it. <laughs> oh. I'm eating it like that. That's how I'm eating it. Field of Greens. Field of Greens. It tastes great, and uh, one scoop is one full serving of organic fruits and vegetables. It doesn't taste like a salad. I'll say that. I love vegetables. I love salad. It does taste delicious, though. Mm -hmm. You can mix it in water. You can mix it in milk. You can do it in a smoothie. I'm glad we have this theme song music going. But go to... You put some bananas in a blender, maybe a strawberry or two. Even, even, I'll give it for you, a little almond milk, which is ridiculous. So good. Thank you. I knew I could turn to you for that. (laughs) Go to BrickHouseBelays.com and enter promo code GREENS. Get 15% off of your first order with that promo code GREENS. It's BrickHouseBelays.com. Ditch the salads. Just do the BrickHouse. Yeah. Or if you're like me, just double up. Uh, Jason, what's going on in Venezuela? You reminded me, a Caracas airlift with BrickHouse sponsoring would be dope. Nice. (laughs) Can you imagine that? That would seriously be cool. Get that fired up. (laughs) We'll get that going. Um, Unprecedented things going on in Venezuela right now. Like, seriously unprecedented. There's been, like, huge protests that have started, I think, 2017 was probably the largest they've been in a while. I think over 250 people were killed um, when the government retaliated. Um, It was insane. A lot of things have happened since then. Uh, The National Assembly, which is kind of like their Congress, they um, kind of attempted to take power uh, away from uh, Nicolas Maduro. Um, but then he empowered the basically the, their version of the Supreme Court to completely undermine them and making the president pretty much a dictator. So that's where they, so that's where we left off. Well, today is the anniversary, the 61st anniversary for the last time they had a coup, which was successful because the military and the populace, the civilians, joined together and overthrew the military dictator. That's kind of brought forth the rise of Chavez, but that's another story for another day. Well, this is the scene right now. We've got some video here. This is the scene right now from uh, the streets of Caracas. 
These numbers are insane, absolutely insane. Is there a video or just a, just a, uh, a, a huge crowd? You've got to see the video as well, just to get the scope of it, because they, they really show it. Check this out. This is like, if you've ever been to Disneyland uh, on Christmas, times like a million. That is honestly my worst nightmare. Insane. There's no room that's just jam-packed. Yeah, that's what I'm robbing everybody's house. <laughs> that is wild. This it's and um, uh, Marco Rubio has been all over this. He's he's been tweeting saying that this is the scene in multiple cities all over Venezuela. This is hundreds of thousands of people. This is, this is nuts. Pretty soon, these people are going to realize that all they have to do is turn away from this square and march directly towards the presidential palace, and this thing's over. I think this thing is already over, but there's an interesting twist to it. First, tell the, tell, I've never seen this in my life. Never seen this before in my life. When there's a coup, you wait for a while, and we're not sure if we're going to recognize blah, blah, blah. Within minutes yeah. of the swearing in? Five minutes. Five minutes. President Trump comes out and says, we now have a new leader. We recognize this as the new leader, no longer Maduro in Venezuela. Then what happens? So literally within minutes of that. So the, what precipitated that was the, the National Assembly leader, Guaida. I asked my wife how to pronounce this. Maybe you know. It's Anyway, Guaida, I think. They declared him the interim president in like this ceremonial swearing-in session. That came President Trump's uh, declaration that he's the president. Minutes after that, the Organization of American States said, yep, he's the president, followed by Colombia, Paraguay, Peru, Brazil, Canada, for crying out. Basically, all of North America and South America. Except Mexico, <laughs> which mm. makes sense, really, mm. because they have a socialist, communist, you know, president. Yeah. Uh, it's amazing. Uh, they're basically in the middle of the movie Valkyrie. Right, like they're in the middle of doing that. They're trying to, not necessarily an assassination, but they had a coup in, in the middle of that. And that is, uh, that's a crazy time. I mean, like really anything can happen. I mean, think about if you're in the middle of that, you have no idea whether your day ends with one president or another. I mean, that is, uh, that's chaos. And I hopefully, and this is the what? issue. That's what? It's chaos. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, hopefully what you referenced earlier, though, is not true yet again in one of these places where they overthrow one guy and they come up with somebody worse. Or, uh, in, you know, it seems so often that that's the way we go. This guy's supposed to be a little bit better or significantly better than Maduro, but who knows? He's an Obama-esque type politician. He actually kind of fashioned his campaign off of Obama. Um, but look, we're talking about Venezuela, hardcore socialism. Obama would be better for them than yes. what they have now. He, he's a more of a kind of a, he calls himself center left, but he's, he's more along the lines of like an Obama-esque type leader. But he believes in free uh, market economy. Um, he's a lot better than, than, than what they have right now. What, so what do we expect right now? Well, what happened just, I think, you actually tweeted or texted me this, I didn't even see it, moments before he came on the show, Maduro finally responded. And uh, first off, he said he got a great call, a you know, a glorious gushing call from Erdogan, who said, "I oh, support good. you." That's nice. <laughs> that's a, that's a, tells you a lot right there. So from Hitler, from beyond uh, the grave. Right, right. He's great. He's doing well. Um, but they also said that they're they're persona non grata in all American diplomats, so they have cut off uh, relations uh, indefinitely with the United they States. They got to leave within seventy two hours. They have to get out of the country. So we're not going to have any representation in the country. Imagine those seventy two hours. Um, <laughs> in Ameri if you're American in that in that. In country right now oh I mean, my gosh could yeah. Be dead in, in, in any moment yeah. yeah for real and if you're maduro and you go outside you're caught in the wrong place boy i hope that guy's out of there i mean actually I don't because i think he's been a dastardly uh, president for them but 
But he's got yeah. a, you know, the Gaddafi thing. Yeah, you're going to uh, be dragged in the streets. Oh, man. Um, so I'll, and I'll wrap this up really quick. So what's going to happen now is, is if something violent happens to the protesters, the uh, president has already said, and Marco Rubio, some other senators have said that that's, they're in a meeting that happened before that this is something they discussed. They said all options are on the table, which could mean sanctions, but which also could mean a naval blockade. Who knows? Like Those options are, are legit. Those could happen. Now, what you need to watch for right now, these are the things in the meeting to watch for, because right now Maduro's going into survival mode. He's trying to prevent a coup. So the thing that he has to watch is he has to control his military. He has to control the money flow, which means banks closing them down, stuff like that. The military maybe shutting down certain uh, uh, units, keeping them locked up, because he doesn't want them marching with the, with because the, that's how it all upended last time. And he's also, there was another one. Oh, the media. He'll start shutting down the media. Internet has already been going down in the country like crazy. So those three things you need to watch for. If they start popping up all three together, you're probably in the middle of a coup. All right. Well, a uh, lot to uh, watch. And of course, we have Jason here who will be uh, watching it very carefully for us here on Blaze TV. So you can stay tuned for the latest from us. All right. Today's poll. Did the Covington Catholic story. <laughs> I love this question. Did the Covington Catholic story change your opinion of mainstream media? <laughs> I would venture to guess most of you already had a terrible yeah. opinion of mainstream I know that media. It would. Yeah. I mean, uh, it's getting worse. It is getting worse. Yeah. However, it's like, no, I already knew they sucked. Yeah. <laughs> it should probably yeah, be. Yeah, it should have been, you know, has it changed the level of your understanding yeah. of suckiness? <laughs> <laughs> but let us know at The Blaze's Twitter. That is at The Blaze. That's it from us. See you guys tomorrow. Can you give us a uh, Venezuela update on radio tomorrow? Yeah. Do that. Is there anyone Thanks for listening to the news and why it matters. We hope you enjoyed the podcast. If you'd like to watch the program, become a Blaze TV subscriber and start your free trial now at blazetv.com.